then I choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 yo. What's up? What's up? What's up? It's me at KMGZ on Twitter. This is Thanks for Asking Kel's podcast. I'm back. So, if you follow me on Twitter, um, I had this episode done, but then... I mean, this this week been a doozy, and then it got more doozier. So, and um, since I knew I wasn't gonna give y'all a um episode again till after Thanksgiving, and I'm actually going on vacation till the Monday after Thanksgiving, I, I figured I had to cover all current events. It had been too late by the end, so I scrapped that one and and um starting this again for you all. All right, so let's get going. Um, just. I'm not sure if I said it's episode 346, but it is if I didn't. Um, where do I want to start? I know where I want to start. So look, Andre 3000 finally, um, after I don't even know how many years, dropped the album and it's him playing the flute. Listen, I'll have, um, I don't know if I've said this before, but Outkast was like the first non-New York, Philadelphia-based rap group that I ever went up for. I remember I was in college when um southern playlist that came out and that album i mean we let that tape rock to that tape pop that's why when they got booed at the source awards for me and the people i went to school with we didn't understand it maybe it was just a college phenomenon and hadn't hit the streets yet because we was rocking to that shit get up get out and get something i used to play that shit every day on my way to class so so i never really understood why um they got booed, but I guess, you know, whatever. So I said I'd like to say that, you know, look, God bless Andre and this flute album. I'm never listening to that. I'm not listening to no Yoko Ono uh, bullshit. I'm just not, um, you know, everybody that's a fan of his bending over backwards to say that this is this dope album. Listen, if you want to listen to the flute album, knock yourself out. But please just stop trying to convince everybody that it's great. I know one thing. If if Robin Fenty, after the long hiatus she uh, did, decides to come back and say she just couldn't make no music, she just wants to hum, I'm going to tell her to get out of my face with that as well. Look, I, you know, it's, I, I just, it's, I guess it's a social media phenomenon where everybody try to make something way deeper than it is. It's art. It's what he wants to do. That may all be well and good. I'm still not listening to no fucking flute album. And personally, I just, look, this is my opinion, and I have said it before, um, you know, all these old rappers talking about they don't know what to rap about. I just feel like that is ridiculous um i feel like an artist's job is to reflect the times and have something to say about and we are in some very extremely turbulent times my personal opinion is these niggas got too much money they're not tethered to the community anymore they up there trying to be you know rich men and trying to be up all around these white men and trying to and trying to um just be you know not the average black and so now they're disconnected from the community and that's why they don't you know have anything to say that's not about money and jewelry which is like people are 
absolutely not on anymore. And I think that's why hip hop is in a slump. And I think that's why rap is in a slump because it used to be the voice of the people. And now it's just very corporate and very trash. And people will argue up and down all the different reasons. But I think at the end of the day, if you build it, they will come and it's not built. And so people are not coming and you can throw all a little uh, parsley here and it's the labels and this and the streaming and that and people not old enough, people too young, people what got one ear, you need two ears, whatever all these excuses are. Bottom line, there's other genres of music that are doing great because they have taken it back to the root. Country music for one, Latin music for two. They have, they have, they're putting out quality product and they're staying true to their genre and what they are and they're doing well and hip hop is not because it's not. Even R&B is coming up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, um, Miss Me With The Flute album, God bless y'all. Um, what's next? <laughs> Let's get the little little silly shit out of the way first. So Jada Pinkett Smith, Jada um Tupac Shakur has said, so in case you don't know, Tasha K, who is the blogger that Cardi um sued down to her draws, who had to run to Africa and try to move her asset, her meager assets to try to um um, not recover to try to keep Cardi who sued her for defamation. She said a bunch of bullshit about Cardi and her kid. It was obviously false. It was blatantly false. Cardi demanded that she retract it. She would not. She doubled down. So Cardi um sued her in court for defamation and won uh, some huge judgment that that woman does not have. And since then, she has not learned a fucking thing. She continues to talk reckless about people. I personally think there's something wrong with her. I think she's a little slow. We're not supposed to say retarded no more, but I actually think she's retarded. Um, or that, or her, her elevator don't go to the top floor, or a combination of both. Anyway, um, so she bought... there. So there's an old, old rumor. I mean, I don't even... It's so many angles to tackle this from. Basically, everybody know the rumor that like I said, when we talked about Jade before, not even a rumor, people pretty much knew they had an open relationship. They've now confirmed it. That's not big news. I feel like people who followed that relationship, people my age through the nineties grew up and all that. We, we saw that as in, in real time. And so, um, but there's always been a little side rumor that Will Smith, um, uh, is gay. I've never believed that rumor personally because, like I said, I know Will and I know Will's people. I've never believed the rumor personally. Um, I, I have believed other things that I've heard about Will as far as being in an open relationship. I'm not saying that I, it's not true. I'm saying I have never believed it. There's so and um, there's this one rumor that has been going around nonstop about him and Dwayne, um, Tisha Campbell's ex-husband, Dwayne. Um, Fuck, what's that boy's name? Whatever. Dude, they used to be married to Tish Campbell. I can't even remember his name. I think his first name is Dwayne something. Dwayne Martin. Um, and there's this rumor that somebody walked in on them. I've never believed that, number one, because I just don't think, even again, I don't think Will it be that messy and that obvious, number one, to get so you're gonna tell me he's had this, him and Jada had this open relationship all these years. Will done kept his shit Trump tight. We ain't no shit till till Jada's uh little fucking bullshit brought it to the brought it to the front um but he's gonna just be so careless with this Dwayne dude that these rumors are flying I just never believed it I still don't believe it 
is he bi? Could be. I never put it past nobody. Um, I don't. I don't care if he is or he isn't. I really think that it's way past late and way past corny to still be throwing. Oh, they gay. They buy allegations around like it's some kind of uh, hit on somebody in 2023. I just think that makes you really late and really ignorant because hey, if he is, he is. So fucking what? He's still Will Smith, and I'm still be up there when um Independent State Part Eight or whatever the fuck is gonna be come out. I'm still gonna be in the theater. I don't give a goddamn. None of my business. Um. You know, he has a family, he raised his children, children are little, you know, they they rich Hollywood kids, but they never been in no trouble, they never no drugs, none of that shit. So I don't give a damn. But um Tasha K and her stupid ass bought um the dude that started this rumor has been going around since I heard it since like at least two thousand probably predates that. I this rumor is so fucking old. Every person had uh, has heard it. Gay men assisted is true. A lot of gay men I know swear that they I'm not saying they don't. I've just never believed that and I just don't believe it. Um might will be by he might, but I don't think it's with that dude. And I don't think it would be that obvious. Uh I don't think he would be that obvious with it if he was. Um I think they just homeboys or whatever. Um but um so the person who started that rumor used to be one of Will's assistants, dude named Bilal, Philly nigga, of course, dude named Bilal. Um, and he gets on Tasha K's show and he says it again. Um, you know, people really, uh, people, for people to be in media and be on radio and be in all these places, they really be confused about defamation. Lay people don't know what the fuck it is either, but for you to be in media, that's something you really need to know. And I see a lot of people say stupid shit like, well, why, like, why are they putting a ledge? It's not a ledge. You put a ledge because until somebody is convicted or is proven that something is to be true, it is an allegation. It is a ledge. You do not know that that is a fact. You just know that somebody is saying it is so. And people put a ledge to not be sued for defamation because if you make a statement of fact that is damaging to a person's character and it turns out not to be true and they can prove that you, that you said it, um, recklessly or without regard for whether it's true or not, it's caused them, you know, some kind of damage or ruined their reputation. That's defamation. There's a lot of other shit with it, depending on if they're a famous person or not. But basically you can't just walk around saying so-and-so is a child molester, so-and-so fucks kids and it not be true. Because when people hear that about so-and-so, he might get fired. People might uh, stay away from him. Hey, you know that nigga child molester, and he ain't molesting no children. He's sitting in his house minding his business. He don't touch children, but you going around telling him he's a child molester. That's defamation. You can't just say whatever. And so people say alleged for that reason, so that they don't get sued. So he doesn't say alleged. He goes on and he repeats this same rumor on her show. So soon as I heard it, a lot of people heard it was like, this girl don't ever learn. She ain't going to be satisfied till she sued through the, through the floor. Now, people try to nitpick. Well, he said the statement she didn't true. However, the way the law works, that doesn't always matter because if you bought him on your show to say, you can still be sued for defamation. If you, even if you didn't say it, if you allowed your platform to be used for defamation and that's why people will sue your radio station, your corporation, your show, because they're like, yeah, they said it, but you gave them the, the platform to say it and you broadcast it, which is one of the elements of defamation. Was it said to another person? What did it? Cause it wasn't said to another person. And you're, you're um, you know, if they just say it in a room to you, your definition, your, your reputation can't be ruined because it, no, it has to be said to a third party. So that's part of defamation. So you can be sued for defamation if you provide 
um, the platform for that defamatory statement to get to a third party. So they called Jada Pinkett coming out um, the building. I guess she's still promoting her book. They saw, they called her coming out and they asked her what she thought about it. And she broke character for two seconds and said, we suing and got in the car. So they suing. And actually they should um, because that girl's stupid and she need to learn her lesson. And I'm tired of people fucking with Will. I'm tired of people dragging his name through the mud. I'm tired of people coming at Will. Okay. Cut it the fuck out. Willard Smith is is fucking king of Hollywood blockbusters, and y'all been mad about it, and now they taking every little chance to take digs at him. Fuck y'all. Go ahead and sue him, because I don't believe that's true, I, and and you stupid to say it. Um, so, that's that. Um, so Partisan Fontaine, who is Meg's ex-boyfriend, made a diss song about Meg. I've gotten on here plenty of times and told y'all how I can't stand these new dudes and they wasn't raised like that. They're not no dudes I recognize. Um, I, but I, I feel like even having said that, I feel like lots of people hearing this and, and online and other places still to this day recognize that a dude making a diss record to another, to a, to a woman, and unless it's like a rap battle thing, cause that's occurred, you know, but generally it's corny because it's just dumb. And, and, and particularly if it's your ex-girlfriend, it's just a very corny thing to do. Like to make a diss right. Not like you make a record and you take little shots. That's a different thing. Like, but you specifically make a diss record. Like that's something that MCs do against other MCs, right? Like Cardi might make one for, for nickel or, or, you know, uh, Jay-Z might make one for drip, whatever. It's a, it's a MC to MC thing. It's not a, he's not even a rapper. So you just, it's, it's very, it's very corny dude. And the song is very flop, but I'm not surprised at all. Cause I knew that dude was a bitch. Nigga, I told you, I knew he was a bitch when he did, when he didn't all them dudes, when Meg was going through what she was going through and all them little three foot dudes, media dudes was coming at her on the internet, coming at her on social media, just attacking her mercilessly. And he didn't do a fucking thing about it. That said fucking bitch to me because you are big fucking six, eight dude. You are working the music. He's a songwriter. Case, Cause people keep saying he a bum. No, he's, a songwriter he wrote on he's written on a lot of hits so that's probably how they met because he is a songwriter he has a he has a few he has quite a few hits um to his credit so you work in the industry you move in the same channels these dudes move in you could have gotten to them if you wanted to you could have pressed up on them if you wanted to you know what i mean and you just did it so that to me said bitch you didn't go to the court with her that to me said bitch then when she broke up with you you was down to the uh um uh, spoken word, the whole thing gave bitch, and he gives, I can tell, he's a big dude, he probably just started working out, but he probably, he looked like one of them tall, lanky nerd dudes that probably never had no girl, and he doesn't, doesn't seem to have any male friends either, because he moves, there's certain times, like, men that have, don't have men friends, like, they move a certain way, because, not even they move a certain way. Like if you had a man friend, if you had if you had dudes for friends, somebody would have told you, nigga, you don't do no diss record. That's cornball shit. Who does that? Like do this or do that. You know what I mean? Like so when you putting out a diss record, I, it just the way he, the way going to the poetry slam, it just gives. I don't have no friends. Like I don't have no male no homeboys and be like, nigga, that's wild corny what you about to do like who does that you know what i mean like let the, let her go or or get her back but like you, you this is cornball shit like nobody like 
you can just tell when a dude don't have no homies like that. And they do whack shit like this and they think it's hot because none of their homeboys is like, bro, you about to get dragged. You about to be mad cornball if you do this shit, bro. Like, that's whack shit. Like, real niggas don't do that shit, my nigga. Like, you could just tell when... And I'm like, yeah, that's what he gives. He gives he don't have no homeboys because I... Uh, hey, it's... You... That's the corniest shit. He rapping about she has surgery. Let me tell y'all something. We know when people have had surgery or we suspect when people have had surgery. We don't give a fuck in this day and age about people having surgery. We pretty much know people getting their nose touched up. People getting their... Because, nigga, look, we all in the gym every day trying to slim down. And after a certain point, it's just hard. You can only do so much. You can only diet so much. And your camera puts on 15 pounds regardless of what you do. So we know that people going to get the PBLs. We know they're going to get the light bulbs. You still have to maintain that shit, though. So then, you know, you still got to work out. You still got to diet. But we understand, like... People doing that. Nobody cares. It's only a big deal when motherfuckers clearly got surgery and saying they didn't. Or when you get that cheap surgery, you look like a fucking clown. And you're insisting that shit like Khloe Kardashian. Like, girl, you got surgery. Come on. I know you might still have been working out in the gym, but like your rib cage and your facial features, that doesn't change from working out. You know, like people whole fucking facial features change and they talking about, oh, I just went to the gym. No, nah, girl, your face might slim down. Your, your chin might undouble. You know, your back might unbig, you know, but you your, your facial structure does not change, and y'all be having whole new bodies, y'all be having whole new rib cages, your hips shape different, no, that's when people get on surgery, but like, at this late day saying, oh, she didn't work out to the gym, she went to med, so, she good, she got the money, she got the good, they did a good job, because some, you know, it it does look like it could be natural, only time you can kind of tell sometimes when they stomach be super flat, but I mean, I have seen, I mean, there are athletes, that workout could get that thin, but usually you can tell because, you know, it's two ways to work out. You do weights, you do cardio, you do a combination of both, but your muscle, you're building muscle the whole time, right? So when you're doing sit-ups and crunches and shit, naturally, yes, it'll make your stomach go down somewhat, but you'll still have those muscles. You'll still have that six-pack or whatever it's going to be. So when you see their stomach is down, but they don't have that, that's usually, okay, they did surgery because they haven't been, you know what I mean? Those abs are not built up natural, you know what I'm saying, so well, who gives a fuck people talk about that shit like they got caught smoking crack or something, you know she had that surgery like, okay she looks amazing, so Meg is on the front of the GQ looking great, looking amazing and and that nigga saw it and he's mad and he ran straight to the studio like the bitch nigga he is, and made a diss track and it's the corniest shit I ever heard in my life okay the third thing Draymond Green Choke the fuck out of Rudy Gobert. Now, Rudy Gobert is not like generally NBA, and I think, I don't know how it started. I think it started with that COVID shit he did, but I think he's just, he's just not liked. He just, he just seems like he has a smart mouth, and he just seems not like Draymond Green, a lot of people don't like. I get it. I don't have a problem with Draymond Green. Not saying that I think everything he does is right. Not saying I don't think that nigga be doing the most. Not saying I don't think that nigga be kirking out. I just don't have a problem with him because I feel like Draymond stays on business, stands on business, and I feel like what you get, what you see with Draymond is what you get. You know that that nigga will punch you in your face. You know that nigga will choke you out. You, he is, back in the NBA, it used to didn't be a big deal. We had the Rick Mahorns. We had the Bill Lambeers. We had the Larry Birds. We had the, it was all 
perfect team had a guy, um, the Moses Malones, the um, every team had a guy, one of them guys, the Rick Mahorns, um, that uh, the Charles um Oakleys, the thug dude that's like them four. So everybody knew that it wasn't no big deal. Now with this new NBA, motherfuckers clutch their pearls anytime somebody cuss. They throwing guys out for for flexing. You can't celebrate. They trying to. They making sports real fucking dumb and corny now. But um. I don't have a problem with Draymond Green because to me, Draymond Green is that guy. Everybody knows he's that guy. So to me, if you know he's that guy, you shouldn't be talking shit in his face because you might get punched. Now, is he going to get suspended? Sure. I'm not saying that he should go unpunished. I'm just saying I'm tired of everybody. They, they act like this man be doing so. Oh, would you do that at your job? No, because I'm working the cubicle. I'm not a professional athlete. I'm not playing this highly physical, competitive, at the highest level with egos and a testosterone and all this shit that you need to be good at that level is is part of the game, which might mean there might be a fight every now and then. Like, nigga, we playing football. We playing basketball. I know it's a non-contact sport, but still... I I I I don't expect you to behave on the court the way that I'm going to behave at work because because it's no ever no reason at work why I would where we get that physical. But if we on the court, we bumping bodies all day, and we you know I don't understand why people keep trying to compare this to an office environment. We're not in a fucking office, so like I don't I don't get the point. No, I wouldn't punch my co-worker in the face in my office because that would be crazy. Why the fuck would I ever do that? I'm not backing my co-worker down to turn around and dunk on them and scream in their face either. Like, well, come on, right? Like, I'm not trying to fucking tackle and sack this nigga. Like, I, it's just, I don't get the comparison. Yes, it, should he be choking people like that? No, but... The reason he got five games, I think, is because he did not start that fight. He was trying to break up a fight. And my thing is, if I, I just look, I'm just not clutching my pearls at fighting. I think society has gotten off kilter because we took the option of getting your ass beat out of society way too much. People run around thinking they can say anything and do anything and act any kind of way, and nobody's going to do nothing to them. And I think that's why society's off kilter. I think that's why these kids act the way they do, these teenagers act the way they do, these uh, Trump voters act the way they do, because they don't fear getting punched in the fucking face. And so when I see somebody ask for something and they get what they ask for, I don't be upset about it. Now, do I sit now? Am, am I going to say nothing should happen to people? No, because I, the way I grew up, hey, if we fought, we fought. And if we got suspended, we got suspended. But I, I but I, I'm going to stay in on business. You're not going, you're not going to come in this, in this school and be fucking with me every fucking day. I'm going to bust your ass. And if I got to go sit in the principal's office for a week, that's fine. I don't got no problem with that. Consequences follow actions. Cool. So Draymond don't upset me. Do was choking out Clay. Was he choking him out? Seriously, no. But, nigga, you on my teammate. You know I'm here. You know who I am. I don't like you anyway. Nobody likes you. So I'm going to let the thought form from anger. And I'm going to grab you around your throat. And I'm going to choke the fuck out of you. I'm going to drag you. And they're going to have to pull your ass off me. And if you notice, wasn't nobody right away trying to get him off of him. So that shows you they don't like Rudy. And also, people acting like, this was so egregious, but Ben's, I remember when Ben Simmons' bitch ass on the Sixers was choking the fuck out of Carl Anthony Thomas on the fucking floor, and they had to pull him off, and that was Ben fucking Simmons. Like, bro, I don't know what to tell you. Like, when teams is fighting, 
we come through. That's how I do. If you don't clear the bench as a as a member of a team, then you a bitch. And everybody gonna be looking at you like, oh, this nigga don't, you know, he don't want like. I just want everybody to calm down. I want everybody to stop acting like this dude is pulling out guns. You know what great Draymond gives. Draymond don't give a damn clearly because he keeps doing it. Um, he's entertaining on the court. He's a good fucking player. Um, people come to be entertained. It's not, it wasn't the malice at the palace. I think the thing that really got out of control was stuff where, you know, the fans and the players were getting into fights. Cause that's a different thing, but players on the field, players on the court, like I need everybody to calm down. It's not that serious. So, I mean, the five, I thought five, I thought he would personally get more than five, but he didn't get more than five because he did don't no punches were thrown. He didn't start the fight. He was breaking up a fight. Um and everybody was okay. You know? So like look, Draymond is fine with me. Draymond the one you want on your team. I, I love a dude that like I ain't never got a doubt when when it's time to go, you gonna go. When it's time to punch somebody in the face, you gonna punch somebody in the face. I'm sorry, I grew up old school. This new shit everybody do where oh my god, what well, I'm not a thug. That's fine. Y'all grew up different than we did. Y'all grew up under zero tolerance. Y'all grew up not fighting. That's not how I came up. People of my generation, we settled our our problems on the playground at three o'clock, and 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 because we settled our problems at three o'clock, and then no inner nobody got shot, nobody got killed. Everybody lived to fight another day because it was just understood that at some point you was gonna push the motherfuckers too far, you was gonna say the wrong thing, and it was gonna be fisticuffs, and 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 either you was gonna get your ass beat or you wasn't, and sometimes you had to fight a person more than once for them to get the point but hey these new kids they don't you know they they don't do that and now we got all these school shootings i ain't saying it's connected but i'm saying it's connected um so i just need y'all to leave your i just need y'all to understand that draymond stays on stands on business if you don't want that motherfucker punch you in your face or choke you the hell out then you gotta act right because every time it's some shit jump off you know what draymond gonna do and everybody act shot so did he need to choke that man out like that? I, I, I don't know what that was about. That was very aggressive. I really think it's because he doesn't like Draymond and he saw the opportunity. You know how, like, when 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 you don't like a motherfucker anyway and you've been really wanting to duff a nigga out anyway but you ain't really had no good reason, again, because actions have consequences and I'm not going to play myself. I'm not just going to dummy up on this dude for no reason. But if, if, if ever I get the opportunity to duff that nigga out, and I think that's what happened when he saw him on clay, he was like, oh, game time and he went and he choked that motherfucker out because he don't like him anyway and get the fuck off my teammate that's what i think happened um okay so now we get into the juicy part so the first juicy part was just gonna be um the situation with kiki palmer and her baby daddy darius jackson i think his name that's the blackest name i've ever heard um so it's it's a two-part saga, so I think we all by now heard the first part where um, Kiki had filed the, uh, he came into her house and she filed the, uh, she she submitted the, the still uh, photos of the video camera she had in her house to support her restraining order and, and application for sole custody of her son, which was granted, of course it was, because the picture she submitted, he clearly was a, uh, choking her and then the thing about it is i think the point that a lot of people are missing is he doesn't live with her 
So he came, she said that he came, I think she said on November 3rd, broke into the house, kicked the door down to attack her like this. So his statement that, oh, we were just tussing over the phone, we were harassing, nigga, no y'all weren't, you weren't even supposed to be in her house. How you, you making it like y'all was just at home and got to argue, you weren't even supposed to be there, you broke into her house to do that. Um, and so he, Kiki files the order and, 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 um, you know, he had a lot to say. He posted some stupid, I don't watch the boys. I don't watch that comic shit y'all know, but apparently he posted some character from the boys that everybody took as a threat. I believe y'all, I don't know. I'll never check. Don't give a damn. But apparently, um, you know, that was his response. I guess he didn't realize that she had those pictures or I guess he didn't realize those pictures were going to go public, but they did. And he had to kind of shut his mouth because they looked ridiculous. So, I guess in his, I don't know, these new, these new people and these new PR firms, I like, I don't, did y'all get y'all degrees online? Because y'all are very bad at it. So I guess in his clapback or his defense, he releases, um, Kiki Palmer's mother, who we have never heard of, I only seen the lady like twice, um, basically calling him was like, hey, if you put your hands on my child, I put a motherfucking bullet in your head. And again, everybody clutching pearls over that. No, my God. And I mean, she did. She look, she called him. She called him a couple names. She called. She said that he was stupid and he doesn't uh, articulate well. That's why he can't get an acting job, which was drag. And he said that he's dumb and doesn't know how Hollywood work. And why would you get mad about Usher when clear, you know, like that's what everybody said. Like, bro, Kiki Palmer's a star. Usher's a star. They're doing star shit. Like, wh- why are you upset about that? And then she apparently said um, Usher was gay. Then she said he was bi. I don't think Usher's gay. Would not be surprised if he was bi. Wouldn't be surprised if he was gay either, but I just don't think he is because, I mean, he, he on his fifth senior citizen wife now, I think, um, with a whole bunch of kids. But I wouldn't be surprised if he was bi at all. Um, and people are just focusing on this, and she's homophobic and rah, rah. Look, might she be homophobic? I don't know, perhaps. Do I understand the point y'all are trying to make? Because why would you just go to gay and why? Yes, but at the same time, baby, that man broke into her daughter, her baby girl's house, okay, and attacked her the way those photos, I mean, he was choking her out, and if a nigga choke you, he'll kill you. Choking her out, hitting her, attack, I mean, those pictures look horrible, those are just the stills. I bet the video was way worse. He's a big-ass football-playing-ass dude, and he was just beating this girl up. And so I don't know, again, I was raised different than when y'all were raised. Our parents uh, were different than y'all's parents because my daddy, had that happened to me, that that dude would have been in the dirt. I ain't even going to miss words. He would have been in the dirt had that been my daddy. If you break into my house like that and it's happening, you know, you'd have been in the dirt. But, you know, these new people, you know, y'all like to follow straight north and go to therapy and, and hug it out and all this bullshit. That's fine. But everybody ain't come up like that. And I can tell Kiki's mama came up like I came up because she called a nigga and said, you put your hands on my daughter again, I'll put a bullet in your head. And, and people say a lot of shit when they mad and people say a lot of shit behind their kids. So I'm not going to focus on this. I'm not going to call this lady a homophobe and all this shit because she said a lot of shit in anger. You know what I'm saying? Because I understand what it is for a parent to call a motherfucker up and say, if you touch my child again, I'm going to put a bullet in your head and mean that shit. So, you know, I, I just, I just think everybody's focusing on the wrong shit. I think everybody's nitpicking at the death and it's like, okay, yeah, did she, now did Usher catch astray? 
Sure. Did she need to say that? Maybe not. But again, she was upset. She was angry. And when you're like that, look, I understand. I ain't even got no kids. I don't even know Kiki Palmer like that, but I know Kiki Palmer since she was a kid and, and a kid in the bed. I know she don't bother nobody and I know she ain't never been in no bullshit this whole time she's fucked with this nigga and to see the way he attacked her on them videos, I was ready to whoop that nigga ass and I don't even know her or no, or nobody that know her. So I can just imagine how upset her motherfucking mama was about that shit. Cause you ain't gonna, you done broke into my child. Are you crazy? Like, again, if that was my daddy, that nigga be in the dirt. And that ain't no exaggeration. In the dirt. So, um, that's, that's, that's where we're at now. I mean, she was granted, um, I just, like, I said on Twitter and every, well, not everybody. I think most people understood what I'm saying. I said that, um, Rihanna laid the, um, the blueprint for how to move on from an abusive nigga professionally. We all, I'm not talking about all the rigmarole and behind the, you know, the shit with, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about professionally how she handled it as opposed to how Chris handled it, which is why Chris's career went the way it did and hers was not uh, um, bothered at all. She, She went on Diane Sawyer and she did a masterful job of telling the story the way she wanted to tell it. And if you watch that video, you'll see many, many times Diane Sawyer tried to make what, what, what Diane Sawyer was trying to get Rihanna to do was play the victim and cry and call him a beast. And all, and she refused to do that. She told the story the way she wanted to say. She said what she wanted to say. Diane Sawyer kept trying to spin it another way. And she was like, no. I didn't say that. Like she said, you know, he grabbed me by my neck and I couldn't breathe. I was almost going to black out. That answer. So, so he, so he choked you unconscious. She was like, no, I didn't say that. I didn't say he choked me unconscious. I said he was grabbing me and I almost couldn't breathe. She, she told the story the way she told it. And it was a very good interview because she came off as like, look, this is what happened. She, she did not pile on him. She did not, make it worse than she said what he did, which was bad enough, bashed her head in the window, bad enough, but she didn't go play the game that Diane Story was trying to play, which was drag him, call him a beast, call play the victim, and she didn't want this, I was a domestic victim of domestic violence, that she didn't want that to be her brand, because a lot of people will do that, that's what Jesse Smollett was trying to do, Jesse Smollett was trying to get bashed so he could make his brand the gay guy that got gay bashed, and that was going to be his shtick, and that's how he was going to get on everything, Rihanna didn't want that, she's like, she didn't want that attached to her legacy, she didn't want that, so that's what, and, and she did that interview and it was masterful and then she did the one with Oprah and she got a little bit more she cried a little bit she got a little bit more personal because I think by the time she did the Oprah interview she had gone gotten back with him and if you know anything about domestic violence they say they all do that it's not it takes more than one time to leave because they want to go back and she actually said look I just want to see I wanted to give him a second chance. I had to because, you know, I just didn't think that was him. She gave him a second chance. Didn't work out. She, you know, we know the story now. And then she went on Oprah and she explained that. She was like, look, y'all got to understand. We were friends first, like going way back. Typical domestic violence stuff. But she got past it is the point. And her career never missed a beat. And we see where she is now. That's what I mean. Everybody's talking about, no, because she went back to him and cheated on him. That's y'all talking about stupid 
gossip, social media shit that y'all are always talking about. Nobody's talking about that shit. I'm talking about professionally. Kiki Palmer is somebody who for 30-something years now, we again, we have known her since a killing to be, never had a problem. We call her Kiki, keep a check Palmer. She's always in something, always keeps a check, never had any issues. And now since she's been with this dude in the last two, I think, years, all this bullshit because she because of this dude. And what I'm saying is, if she just, which she looks like she is, because she's moving on, she filed that restraining order, she hasn't spoken him um uh, publicly when he did that Usher shit, they came on the live and everybody said they was back together. I never, I didn't get that they were back together from that. I got, look, we're going to get on this live because we have a child, we have to raise them. I never, I didn't hear either one of them say they were back together. And I thought that they weren't because of the pause he did when he was trying to say, here, here is my, he looked at her like, what do I say? That to me meant they were not back together. Um, but my point is, if she just does, again, don't let them make you the victim, because that's what they love to do, oh, poor Kiki, oh, this guy, like, no, look, you did, I went to court, I did what I had to do, I got my restraining order, I got uh, sole custody of my child, I am now making sure that this motherfucker don't have access to me, or my child will set up a arrangement, maybe not, I don't know, but that's how you do it, don't let these motherfuckers bring you down, don't let them tarnish your image, if that's what they want to do, don't let them do it, so hopefully, and I, it looks like she is, she's following that blueprint, because Rihanna's career, y'all say what the fuck y'all want to say, didn't miss a beat, she never missed a bag, she never was dropped from nothing, I mean, she just rose like a phoenix out of that shit, so, um, and, and Chris Brown is still, uh, skinny be bopping, dropping 50, uh, track records, which I will say, I have to give credit where credit is due, his newer album, his new album just came out to listen to, it's still way too many songs, but it's actually a good album, it's like the best effort that I've heard from him, the songs have different, the production value is good, it's, it's they, they don't all sound the same, it's not all, you know, uh, I hate whole music and black incel music. It's it's actually it's more in the line of um New Flame, which is my shit. Like when he was making music like that. It's this new album is is more along those lines. It's 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 a good. I again I haven't it's a lot of songs. I haven't listened to them all, but I listened to about uh, albums full about ten and, and I liked it. I didn't turn it off. I was like, oh okay. So, you know, if you want to listen to it. Um <coughs> Okay, so excuse me got my water mm. <coughs> so, sorry I'll just choke myself with the water mm. okay so Cassie I think it was yesterday or the day before yesterday <coughs> it hit the timeline hold on y'all sorry I think yesterday or the day before yesterday, it hit the timeline that Cassie was suing Diddy for $30 million for physical and mental abuse, sex trafficking, and um, rape. And I said, God damn, because I, I, I didn't read the whole, I clicked. I clicked into the article and I read like the gist of it. I didn't read the whole thing. I should have read down further because I missed the part about um <clears throat> I just basically read the allegations mm. which were enough um I missed the part where she said that 
when she was uh, dating Kid Cudi back in 2012, uh, Diddy blew his car up. And I was like, huh? I mean, <clears throat> and then apparently, further down in the article, which I, I didn't read that far, Kid Cudi confirmed that it happened because I saw people saying, oh, he blew um, Kid Cudi's car up. And I was like, well, she alleges that. Where did y'all read that? Um, they were like, well, he confirmed it in the article. I'm like, where you read that at? And then um, somebody showed it to me. And I was like, oh, shit, I didn't read that far down. So, um, excuse me. Sorry, y'all. <clears throat> I got the water, but I water went down the wrong tube. So, um, so the case is now settled as I record. They have, they have settled it. It's been a lot of, it's been a lot of, um, back and forth, but here's what I'm going to say. Um, first of all, I think that, oh my God, there's so much to say about this. People are like, oh, how did it settle so quickly? I think it settled so quickly because this probably had been uh, uh, um, in, in talks for a while, it seems. And I think that Sean probably got stuck on a number that he, cause she only sued him for 30 million. And when the lawsuit dropped, his response was that she was trying to extort him and that he refused to pay. And her lawyer responded, we have been in settlement talks for however long he offered her 8 million to settle, but she doesn't want to take it. So I take from that, that, she really just wanted to expose him because the chart, the um allegations stem back to when him and Cassie dated, which going back I think ten years now, and um there's this law in New York that it just passed called the Survivor's Law, and it's allowing people who have old. It's all stemming from Me Too, Harvey Weinstein, but it's allowing people who had um charges that would otherwise have not been able to be brought due to the statute of limitations to file. And they had to have it filed by November 23rd. Um, L.A. Reid just got sued also by the um, sin, also filed against uh, Russell Simmons, who sent him on the run. So she filed it, like, just in time. Um, When I read that lawsuit, so when the Lizzo lawsuit dropped, and I I was telling y'all that I, I read through it, and I saw a lot of things, like a lot of a lot of he says she a lot of accusations, but I didn't really see anything that really looked actionable to me. Like I saw people alleging things, but didn't really see any the thing about when you in law school, they tell you when you file a lawsuit, you have to state you have to state the facts in a way that shows the court what you are alleging how you were damaged and, and the remedy that you are seeking. And so you have to plead it in a way to where it's, it's able to be understood on the face or to be dismissed. Right. And when I was, and, and the bar is like really low. It's not, it sounds more complicated is you basically just have to state the facts. Like on such and such date, I was crossing the street. This person ran a red light, hit me, threw me in the air. I fell down. I broke my leg. I was out of work for such and such. And I want damages for blah, blah, blah. That's how you state it. It just has to be really simple. And then that sounds like something, but you, you'd be surprised because people, you know, file frivolous bullshit and, you know, 
it has to be on the pleadings. The court has to be able to recognize what you are suing for, what the injury is. Can you even recover on this injury? And is this the right court, right? So when the Lizzo suit came out, I, I, if y'all recall, I told y'all, I was like, I don't think that that, number one, I don't believe it. And number two, I don't think they're going to win this because I see a lot of, I see a lot of allegations of you felt a way, but you have to make a statement of facts. And I don't see any facts here to me that indicate that Lizzo did anything wrong. You can say that you were in there with all these people and we were at a, a event and I felt that I couldn't leave. Felt that you couldn't leave is different than could not leave or was held captive or was told that if I left, I was going to be fired. You know what I'm saying? Those are statements of facts. I tried to leave and they told me that I would have to stay or I would be fired. So when I read this Cassie lawsuit and, and when you're a lawyer or just if you read, you don't even have to be a lawyer. If, you, if you're familiar enough with cases, you start to get a feel. You can read sometimes from the pleadings when a person has a case, not to shoot, you know, when, oh shit, this right here, this not going to settle. We're going to have to go to court with this or, oh, this don't, you know, you can tell how allegations read. When you start getting people saying on such and such date at such and such time, I was in the company of this person, that person, and that person, and that person pulled a gun on me, put a gun, like you, when you're reading pleadings, you can get a feel from just reading the pleading sometime, how strong or weak a case is, how, um, you know, if this case is going, if this, how discovery, what discovery is going to look like in this case, right? And discovery is the process that once you file a lawsuit, you make your allegations and you pass the court, which I said is a very low bar, but the court says, okay, um, this is a case that can move on. They don't dismiss it or whatever. Then you go on to discovery and discovery is the process where the evidence basically comes out where both sides, you know, you say that in the defamation case, let's say, um, Tasha K alleged that Cardi had all these, uh, uh, STDs. So in discovery, that's you, now you have to prove your case. So you would, Request, okay, you're saying it's not true. We're going to request medical records from your doctor and such and such case. Like, it's where all the evidence comes out, and it's where the case is won or lost. And I have a, actually a lot of experience with do, deal, with um, discovery because in the bad days, in the uh, Great Recession, when niggas was trying to like just hustle and get whatever job they could, I did a lot of fucking discovery work freelance. Um, and basically... Um, a lot of lawsuits, like I did, a, um, a, a whole bunch of like boring shit. Like one was like these egg manufacturers getting so sued for like antitrust. I did one with, um, Def Jam. Um, was it Def Jam? It has something to do with, um, I was reading Jimmy. It, it, it was, a, it was, I can't remember what it was about now, but it was Interscope. Cause I was going through Jimmy Ivy's texts and emails, basically in discovery, just all the, you look for like, depending on what the lawsuit is, like say it's a sexual harassment. They give you like, there's little certain questions that it, it's all based off the pleading. So if you, if you claim that like you were raped on such and such day, let's say, then one of the things you might want to, that might be uh, discoverable is 
let's say the accused persons or the people you say had knowledge, their texts and their emails from that day, because you want to know, like with the, with the Kaepernick case, perfect example, when people were saying that they didn't think he had a case, they didn't think he was going to be able to show collusion. I was like, I think he will, because for collusion, all you have to show is that motherfuckers was colluding behind the scenes to fucking keep you out, you know, of the league and not have no team pick you up. And that can be very easily shown in texts and emails, right? Um, and so if that's what discovery is and discovery really is where the case is what a loss and what this and what discovery really does. The reason why people settle cases is because a lot of times, depending on the allegations, these allegations, like she's saying that he, he was, he beat her, was abusing her terribly. First of all, he was, she was 19. He was 37. He was abusing her, said he used to beat her so bad she would be in hotels for days that the bruises would heal, said that he was forcing her to have sex with other people that he and he would film it, um, saying that, um, again, when she was uh, trying to get away from him, he, he dragged her back and, and beat her up real bad and blew up Kid Cuddy's car, said that uh, she tried to leave him in a hotel once and he was like, uh, throwing glass and shit at her. She said there was video of it, but he paid the hotel $50,000, $50,000, like st- stating amounts. And so I'm saying, when you read some of these cases, you can say, eh, you know, this is very specific. In other words, if you say I, that he paid a hotel $50,000, they're going to have to look into that and that's going to be easy to verify or not. They're going to go back to that hotel and they're going to say, hey, under a uh, uh, subpoena, we need to we need to get all your videotape from such and such day, and then you have this person working here on that day, and let me see your bank accounts because did you get paid? Like you know what I'm saying? Like stuff that is easily verifiable. So I think that look, we don't all heard the rumors of of Puff through the years, some of which I absolutely believe, some of which I didn't. But now knowing that this nigga done blew up somebody's car. I'm like, some of the stuff that I didn't think he was capable of, I'm rethinking now. You know, I still don't think he's the one that set uh, Tupac up in the in the studio because everybody in New York pretty much knows that that was Haitian Jack. I mean, that's just, everybody knows that. But now this thing about he put a million dollar hit on Tupac, like before I thought that was a little ridiculous, but now I'm like, nah, I don't know. I didn't think this nigga was capable of that type of shit, but if he blowing up cars and beating this girl up this bad, he might be. I mean, shit, I might be. He probably is. I, I never took, I'm a, I ain't gonna lie, I never took Puff to be no woman beater. I, I figured he was an asshole. I figured he cheated a lot because he got all these baby mamas. I ain't take him to be no woman beater. I was shocked as shit when she said he was whooping her ass and stomping her. I, I didn't take, I would have never took Puff for that. I, I know he hit a nigga with a kettlebell, but I know he broke Drake arm, but that's beating up dudes is different than, than, than that. I, I, I was shocked by that. And, and people seem to think he's going to be able to get out of this unscathed, but I don't think so. I'm not saying he's going to be, uh, canceled, but I, I don't really think he's going to be able to move like he used to move because those allegations were horrendous. Forcing her to do cocaine, like, and and, and I, I don't think the girl's lying. And um, if you offering her eight figures to settle, that's a lot of money to settle. And the reason that you settle is because, like I just said, you don't want to go to discovery because when you go to discovery, you got to bring in witnesses. And you got to have them uh, attest under oath in depositions to tell the truth. And and they're going to ask them, hey, 
did you have sex with her? Did he film it? Was she, you know what I mean? Like that shit was going to come out and she was naming record labels and she was naming other people that are there that are very high and prominent people. So they're going to have to testify, might, might uh, subject them to criminal liability. So that was going to be a mess. And I think it was a strategic error to let that go. I think some, I think this is what I think I, I'm talking shit. I don't know any of this, but just from what it seems like to me and the experience that I do have in this, because put it like this, one of the companies that she named, I work for the, I, I work for not the parent company, but I work for a company that is also owned by the parent company and I know how they work. And they are a company that if they feel they are correct, they will stand on business and they will spend a million dollars to defend a $5,000 claim because they, they don't want, they rather prove that point that, Hey, we tried to sell it with you. We tried to do the right thing, but we don't think you have a claim here. We think you're trying to drag us through the courts and thinking that we, we just don't want to have our name out there. And we'll, and look, we'll, we'll defend this because we think we're right. So, when you're naming companies and stuff like that and pulling them into situations where, you know, hey, he signed me to this record. She said he signed her to the 10 uh, album record contract and was controlling her through the career, getting her to do what he, he wanted her to do. And she's naming, um, you know, labels and stuff. And when you start doing that, hey, man, listen, you're going to have to settle this case because you can't. We're not about to get up in this shit, right? And what I think was, I think I think Sean was stuck on a number. He didn't want to pay. He probably wanted to pay her $10 million. I'm not paying that bitch no more than $10 million, whatever. I think he was stuck on a number and 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 call her bluff thinking, okay, well, she, look, you take it or leave it. And she said, okay, no, I'm following my court. And, 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 and that, because I, because that's the only, because it, it's, it's a very bad strategy to have that leak to the public, which is, looks very bad by God looks very fucking bad. And most people believe every word of it anyway. And then you settle the next day. That doesn't make any sense. You should have settled before that shit reached the public and we would have never fucking known about it. And it would have just been another rumor. And what makes it worse is that a lot of the accusations she's saying have a ring of truth to them because now people are going back through social media and going back to reality shows and matching up some stuff. Like, for instance, we all know Cassie had half the girl, had all the girls shaving half their head. She came up with that half head shave shit. Everybody was trying to do it. And now somebody dig, dug up a clip with Jock. Cause now she's a now she's claiming that he abused her and controlled her and made her do all this shit. And you got a, a, a tape with Young Jock now, a video with Young Jock now, and he's telling the story. This is years ago, before this ever came out. He's telling the story about how he's in the club with Diddy and Cassie, and he said Diddy was just being just going all you know just bugging out and said Diddy was staring up at this white girl, just staring at this white girl who had had her head shaved. And she said, he said, Diddy came over, jumped up on the table, was like, yo, Cassie, yo, tomorrow, once you shave half of your head like that. And, and Jock said, he turned and looked at Cassie, was like, you, you ain't about to do that shit, is you? And he said, Cassie was like, well, whatever Sean wants. And this is a clip from years ago. So it's things that are just matching up to her allegations, just giving it a ring of truth. Um, also, Anybody watch Making the Band? We remember how uh, Diddy kirked out on um, on on um, Lorianne Gibson. Remember that scene where he threw a chair at her? Listen, the stories about Puff over the years. So 
it's not like beyond reason that I would think he would be like an asshole. I really did not think he was beat, but but now it's like, hey, people just putting two and twos together. Like, oh, that's that's okay because I remember when Cassie first performed. I think it was on 106 in Park, and it was very lackluster and it was very not great. And usually, Puff do not. You know, Puff be training Mary and Keisha Cole and, and, and Day 26 and all of them, Kim, Lil' Kim and them, they all talk about how he training them like the Marines, right? But I remember he was like, came out, was very protective of her. like And I was like, huh, he talking about her like they kind of go together. Like, that's his girl, which was weird to me because I believe she was like 16 or 17 at the time. So um, it's just little stuff like that that people are now piecing together. Like, uh, you know, this sounds like it's very true. And the fact that you offered her eight figures, like, the bottom line is this. Y'all can say what y'all want to say. If if you didn't do that shit and it's an extortion, then you stand on business. Because then he got enough money to drag her through the court. I don't know how, how long her money goes, but I know that he has enough money to drag. Hey, okay. You think I'm, you think you just going to throw these wild ass allegations out there and I'm going to pay you? No. You say I did this, let's go to court. He doesn't want to do that. Because all that shit is going to come out and all the people or the other people might be implicated because who are, who are these dudes that she's, that he's hiring? That's why he paid her. That's why, because if it ain't the truth, nigga, go to court. Can't nobody extort you unless the shit is true. And, and extortion, I tell people, a lot of people throw extortion out and you got to watch it because extortion can mean a lot of things. Yes, extortion is a crime, but typically when people say extort me, what they mean is you know something about me that I don't want to get out. And I'm willing to pay you to not put it out, but I don't want to pay you what you asking for. That's usually what a person, because you can't extort somebody. And the thing about extortion is it doesn't come out of nowhere. You can't extort me unless you have something on me. You can't extort. I'm not going to. I'm not going to, oh, well, I'm going to tell people that you killed somebody. Okay, tell them. I didn't, where's the body? You know what I mean? Like, you can't extort. You have to have something on somebody, some some, some pictures or some something. So, typically, whenever I hear people say, oh, they're trying, I automatically think, all right, you did that shit. Because they did, you did something, they got the goods on you, and, and you just don't want to pay them, or you want to pay them, or they want you to pay them too much. Because that's what happens with the mob, right? Eventually, people run to the feds because they like, look, you know, I, I cheated on my wife. I, I I slept with hookers. They got pictures of me with the hooker, and I was paying them every week. But now it's getting ridiculous. First, I had to pay them a thousand. Now they want me to pay them twenty thousand dollars a week. I can't. I got a dang story. Me. That's usually what happens, right? Like they want you can't pay what they ask you. So when I think. She, I don't know how much she asked for, maybe 30 million. He only wanted to give her 10. I don't know. But whatever it was, I think he just got stuck on that number and he shouldn't have because now that shit is out. It looks terrible for you. Everybody talking about a celebrities ain't said nothing. I'm like, I mean, what is there to say? I feel like a lot of them people probably, I mean, again, and I'm sure they in Hollywood, they know way more than we do. 
But knowing, like, okay, he beat somebody with his kettlebell, or, yo, the nigga's freak, you know, or no, he, you know, he kind of like dudes, too, or he be freak-ass part, you know, they be, knowing that he's doing these things is one thing, but no, but they might not have knew that he was coercing her and beating her ass and might not have knew that shit, you know what I mean? Like, not everybody. So, I think people was shocked, because I was shocked. I was shocked. I was like, wait a minute, this rape? Sex trafficking? What? And when I read the allegations, I'm like, uh, I don't think that that they sound it sound true to me, right? Because we all know the story of how how um you know suddenly it seemed they broke and then she popped up with the dude and the kid and I God bless her. I'm glad she on with her life now. But those allegations are horrendous, I'm forcing her to do drugs like, uh, and I'm sorry, I believe it. I, I believe it. I do. Um, and so we don't, we didn't, and the, the amount wasn't released. And of course, when what you settled for is not released, then, you know, it's a lot of money, probably more than the 30 million she asked for, which I just, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know why, what the thought on this was of being like, you know, a lot of times, a lot of these big time lawyers, these big firm lawyers, yeah, they the big guy, they the great, they the famous guy, they the good guy, but sometimes they be the arrogant guy too, and they think that, you know, oh, we'll just call her bluff, and you know, and you put him in a worse position, because I don't think he's going to be able to bounce back with this, like some people say. I, I, just, I just think that at, at least female artists, for sure, if your team is worth a damn, they're gonna tell you it's it's like it's not it's like Harvey Weinstein. If you know what I mean, if your team is worth a damn, they're gonna tell you, look, man, you can't be seen with this nigga. Cause this ain't just about some, you know, it ain't just about some little incident. Like I don't mean to downplay domestic violence at all, but it ain't like, oh, he pushed me once, or like even the shit with Chris Brown and Rihanna, which was like a one-time incident, very bad, but one time, this is different, this is, he, she's saying this shit went on for years, and he had her cooked on, he just had her doing a whole bunch of shit she ain't want to do, had her hooked on drugs, had her fucking other niggas, had her filming it, had her doing all kind of freak shit she ain't want to do, that's, that's a lot, beating her up so bad that she had to st- book her in the hotels for weeks at a time so that nobody would see the bruises. That's a lot. That's a lot. So, I I, I don't think he's going to be able to come back from this. Um, now, people got this whole conspiracy theory that, oh, that's why he was giving back publishing. I really don't, really don't see the connection in that. Like, I, I just, I, I can't even, I don't follow the logic. I mean, I think he gave them the publishing back because it probably didn't make a lot of money for him at this point. And he probably just gave it to them like, hey, here you go. Try You can try to make something with it because you can, you know, people said it's not worth nothing. Publishing is, you have to shop it. You never know what it's going to be. You have to shop it. Like, and it's not about just like, there's all kind of like video games and shit overseas that you can do. Like it's people that just make like ringtones for like games and shit that make millions of dollars. That's why I'd be like, all you need is somebody to shop it. If you got something that sold at one time, was on a song or something at one time, if you got a, a small percentage of something, all you need is somebody to shop it and you can make some money. Now, are you going to be able to retire on it? No, but you might be able to get like 20, 30 grand a year. Hey, that's money, right? So I just never, I don't think that one thing had anything. He doesn't get him selling publishing back or giving publishing back to whoever he gave Mason them. 
has no bearing on the lawsuit. So I just don't see the point. I don't understand why these people think public opinion matters at all in court cases. It doesn't. Like, you know, I don't, and I don't know how much he paid her, but a lot of people were going to be pulled into that. A lot of people, high level prominent people who don't want no parts of it. So I'm sure whatever money that she asked for, they might have all kicked in and got it to her and good for her because she can take that money and get on with her life as opposed to going to trial, which it looks like she was prepared to do, going to trial, getting on the stand. She's going to be cross-examined. They're going to be calling her all kind of whore. She's going to have to be living that shit over and over again. It's going to be all kind of uh, uh, prominent record executives and shit coming up there tell, swearing she's lying and bringing out her calling her fly. It's, it, look, we all seen it we all go through it anybody acting like they don't understand it at this point don't want to understand it just being hard headed so if I can take my little 80 90 million whatever it's going to be and get on with my life and, and heal and, and fix myself back from what you did to me then and if that's all I can do because the statute of limitations has run and I just, it's nothing I can do to hold you criminally accountable, then that's what I'm going to do. And I don't know if this is going to be the end of it because there's a rumor. Now the NYPD say that um, whoever said that he's under a uh, uh, um, sealed RICO is wrong and they should not have released that. But they said NYPD is not. Um, that doesn't force, forestall to me, maybe somebody else, um, is, I don't know, but I, I think that, um, you know, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if this is necessarily all going to go away. It might still be, it might be some criminal charges out there, or it may be that somebody else, not Cassie, um, gets the courage to come forward because nigga, one thing I know, if you do that to one girl, you do them, do it to them all. And I also thought when, um, when Justin, his son, got arrested for the DUI, and Misa had tweeted that tweet, and everybody was like, girl, your son 30, Diddy ain't got nothing to do with that, I'm like, I don't know, that tweet kind of gave me, she was talking about a lot more than that DUI, that tweet trying to get, kind of gave me, she, it was a lot of shit she was fed the fuck up about, and she just finally tweeted out of frustration, because she was like, nigga, you used to be this, and you used to create, now you fucking getting rich off liquor and all this shit, so, um, you know, and I don't know, Puff might be in some money problems because he had to sue. He's he's in the suit about the tequila because he's saying they didn't give him the money or something like that. So I don't know what his pockets look like. I really don't. I mean, I know Puff got a lot of money, but, you know, I don't know how... Like, we don't know these niggas' finances, and sometimes stuff don't be liquid, and he got all these goddamn kids, so I don't know. But, um... I, I, look, this it, this is either the end of it or the tip of the iceberg. I I don't know. I tend to think it could be the tip of the iceberg because um, he, it was a lot of people name. If I put it like this, if they done that to Cassie, then they might have been doing it to somebody else. I don't know. Um, but that was horrendous, and I feel like if you a female. You, if you are at all well advised, and we know a lot of them are not, so I'm pretty sure it's, it's not going to apply to everybody. But if you got anything going on in your career, if you still trying to make it somewhere, um, I, if I was your people, I tell you, listen, you can't be seen with that nigga because that's horrific. And with all this post me too shit, and, and you cannot be seen with that nigga. Like, don't, don't, don't let that nigga on nothing you do, you know. So, um. Yeah, it, it's 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 a lot. Um, you know, God bless it, it, God bless Cassie. But it, you know, it just that situation was always really um, 
a, a fodder for a lot of gossip. And I just, honestly, I was shocked because I just thought Cassie was with that nigga for the 10 years she was with him. Realized that he was not going to marry, he was not the marrying type, but she young, she got her shit paid for, she had no bills, she spent, he spent all her money on her. And when she decided she wanted to step off and get married, that's what happened. I had no idea that this bitch, that, sorry, I'm even calling the bitch, that, that this girl was actually going through all of that and had to basically break free from that dude. And uh, like I'm just shocked. I ain't gonna lie. I knew Diddy was on some some shit, but I, I ain't, all of that was a lot. And um, yeah, that's a lot. And I, I'm sure it was drug fueled. And I don't know if he's still on that shit, but um, that 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 I, that that was that was not a good look. And I don't know. I, that was a terrible move to let that go public. You should have paid that lady whatever she was talking about. I guess you called her bluff, but that looks. I've never seen a trigger warning on a on a on a lawsuit filing, and that had a trigger. And I again, I didn't even read it all. Some people read the whole thing. I didn't. I just read the main charges this this and that i didn't even read like the details and shit i was like oh this is terrible this is my god like this test this gonna be a mess and i'm like oh this is this discovery is gonna be terrible because all of these allegations they're gonna go ask people that she names hey they're gonna go ask the label hey they're gonna have you bringing them them uh them fucking executives down to take depositions hey she said you were here on this day were you here hey you was at this party what did you see like ain't nobody trying to do that Ain't nobody trying to do that. So I know them phones was ringing off the hook like, hey, you gonna have to settle this. You gonna have to get that girl what she asking for. So uh, it, it's it's it, it's been a doozy couple days. But um, you know, I I personally I could be wrong, but I personally think that Diddy's reputation is irreparably damaged. I, I don't know if he's gonna go, you know, be totally canceled. I don't know if he's gonna go the Bill Cosby route. I don't know. Uh, and I'm telling y'all right now, I don't give a fuck what y'all say. Y'all drag me, y'all call me, whatever. I am not not listening to Bad Boy. I'm not listening. Stop listening to Mary. I'm not stop listening to uh, Mace. I'm not stop listening to nothing. Biggie. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So I'm telling y'all right now. You call me which one? That's that catalog is too deep and too long. I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm not stop. I'm listening to Lil Kim. Because it's new rap shit I don't like anyway. So I'm just telling y'all right now. If y'all think I'm taking bad boy out of my repertoire, I'm not doing it. Um, yeah, so um, yeah, it, it's, I can't believe, like, I can't believe it's come to this. Like, this is crazy. This is crazy. I don't think Diddy is going to re- recover from this. Again, I, I, I just, uh, sex trafficking and rape, my dude, like, and then you can say settling doesn't not, it's not an admission to get all you want to. You can say that all you want to. And that's very true. It is sometimes like, again, sometimes some cases, you know, they just trying to hit you for money. It's like, bro, we not about to spend $5 million to, 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 um, for this, like they just give them the little 10,000, make them go away, make them sign a piece of paper saying they release all claims and they never going to come back. And we can get rid of this person for $10,000. We're not about to spend all this money on lawyers to defend this claim in court. But like I said, one of the companies that's named in that suit, the parent company that I'm very familiar with, will do that, though. They will spend, if they are right, and they feel like they've offered you a fair amount or they have, you know, they don't have any, they've not done any wrong, they will. I've seen it. I've seen it. They will spend the money to go to trial. They will spend a, a 100 grand, 200 grand, whatever it's going to cost, to go to trial on a $5,000 claim. They will do it. So, 
they paying they paying because they not trying to pay more that's all I'm gonna say um but like wow like <laughs> Diddy going out bad he's going out bad and I think he's definitely going out I just don't I don't see how you put out another album I don't see how you produce nobody else I don't I don't see it because everybody gonna be like, "Well, did you butt, bust that bitch upside her head too? You you hold her hostage too? Like, what is is she really wanting to sign this deal? You know, I just I don't I don't I don't know. And and people focusing on the freak part and he in the club. But I'm like, man, again, it's 2023. Niggas be gay. Niggas be bi. Niggas be experimenting. Like it's not like oh, it's so juvenile to still be focusing on that at this late date. Like. I don't even care about that. And I, and that's, again, that's something I've heard about Diddy over the air that I actually believed. I was like, yeah, I believe that nigga because it's where smoke is fire. And it was a lot of smoke on that with him. A lot of smoke. Not just one little lazy rumor that kept going around. It's, it's, it's been a lot of story. Again, I know people and I'm connected to people uh, well enough. It's stuff that I've heard over the year that's come from reliable sources that I'm like, uh, you, I absolutely believe that, you know, I can absolutely believe that, so, but some other stuff, I was like, uh, I don't, he, I know he, I know he wild, but I don't, he don't seem that wild to me, but, hey, apparently he is, I mean, I know a lot of people knew Puff from Howard, I, you know, I, a lot of people know him, I mean, you know, I, I just, but, like I always say, you know the nigga that daddy wants you to see, but what they do privately with somebody else is, is something else, and again, you might you might see her yell him yelling at her. You might see some shit, but that's a different situation. And I'm pretty sure a whole lot of people now are putting the twos and twos together. Like, oh, that's what that was about. Oh, so when he was kirking out on her, oh, that's you know what I mean. Like, oh, I knew that was beef, but I didn't know they was doing all that behind it. You know what I mean? Like, that's what happens when like stuff like this happens around. I got a girl. I went to high school with a girl that murdered her baby. She had a baby. She murdered it. We never would have thought this girl would remember, but then when it happened, we start going back like, oh, she did, you know, yeah, I can kind of see it because I remember that time she said blah, blah, you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, so, look, that was a lot, um, I, 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 I'm, I am shocked. I, which I very rarely am, because again, I always assume people are trash anyway, but that shot, I was like, damn, I, I would not have, I didn't expect that. So, we'll see what how it goes, but I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I think it might be more coming from this. We'll see. Um, but, um, yeah, that's, that's it. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for asking. This is the last episode before the holiday. I'm going away for Thanksgiving. I'm taking the week off. Thanksgiving's on Thursday. I like to beat the holiday traffic so I don't fly out on, on Wednesday. It's the worst day in the world to fly. So I'm leaving on Tuesday. I should have actually left on Monday, but that's right. I'm leaving on Tuesday and I won't be back in New York until um, the Monday after that Thanksgiving weekend. So y'all get an episode that next weekend so letting y'all know now that won't get another episode till after the holiday so everybody enjoy thanksgiving everybody have fun uh be safe and um see y'all later god bless thanks for coming out good night